0: Bears week, I am here with my good friend, Bill, this is Jeremy leading the way today because we have suspended Mike for off the field reasons, he, (laughs) he has, um, what's the word, um... Activity detrimental to team. Activity.
1: Yeah, conduct de- conduct detrimental to the team.
0: Yeah, that's what he's done. So we've kicked him off. No other reasons other than that. He has been suspended for this week.
1: Without uh, so pay.
0: He, yeah, without pay. Without pay. So he's not going to be with us today because... And we wish we could because it's Packers week. And Bears Packers week. And we wish we could have him. So we're going to have this whole, this... Packers podcast led by a dumbass Bears fan and that's me so we're gonna get right into it with last week's shit show of a game (laughs) uh Bill talk to us real quick about last week's Packers Bengals um I want to call it a debacle but I'll let you take it from here
1: uh I think a debacle is a good word um so I was I was watching it you know it seemed pretty um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wrapped up, I want to say, when Aaron Jones broke off that huge run with like two minutes left. And then he, so he he hit that run and then I actually, I was like, okay, cool, this game's over. You know, we'll probably just, you know, if we don't score a touchdown, we'll at least get the, the field goal to win. And so then I went to brunch and I was, I left. <laughs> so I, I, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm at brunch and my phone is blowing up and it's just like, it's just like Packers choke, Bengals choke, like missing Crosby. I'm like
0: going Packers hilarious, Vikings hilarious, Bengals yeah. hilarious. This is pathetic. Like I and I'm like
1: what is pathetic. I'm like what is going on? So then I like went and I checked the ESPN app, and I'm like, I'm like, how is this game still going on? And then you just replied missing Crosby, and I'm like, oh god damn it!
0: You're like, wait, what do you mean missing Crosby? Like how many
1: times? <laughs> like what? Is, like I just kept seeing it. It was like, and then like. Uh, my sister texted me and she was like, that game was fucking awful. And I'm like, apparently, apparently I missed a fucking rock fight of a game.
0: Sounds pretty bad, right? Um, so yeah. I'm going to look up really quick the actual play-by-plays of that game because it's oh, it's funny. When
1: it was what? Into
0: how many missed field goals there were?
1: I believe there was five.
0: In the last... Uh, like three minutes of regulation plus overtime. is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And when one of those games starts to happen, it's like I'm watching Red Zone along with another game that I have pulled up. I think it oh was- Oh God, Chris Hansen, last or Scott Hansen
1: must've just been having a heart attack.
0: Well, not even just that, it's that it doesn't go away On red zone, like, there are other games to play. I don't care about this (laughs) Packers-Bengals game that's 25, that's 22 to 22, and they're just missing kicks. Yeah. They're giving the game away. So, starting at 115 in the fourth quarter, it was – no, you know what? Let's go back to 348 left in the fourth quarter. Okay.
1: Take me there. Um,
0: Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I can't read this. The end of this quarter two, end of quarter four. Okay, yeah, here we go, where it's half two. So, missed field goal at 115 of the fourth quarter. That's and what that, that is. That was Crosby's first goal. miss? Yep. and then the Bengals, looks like they're right back in it. 151 of the fourth quarter. Sorry, one. I can't read it doesn't matter. Missed field goal, <laughs> missed field goal. Time's not important. Okay, miss again. The Packers, three plays, 20 yards missed field goal we've gone to end of quarter four the Bengals get it they're driving the Packer turnover strikes again oh my god anybody but it was I didn't even the Joe know Burrow that it was the Joe Burrow interception that was thrown to absolutely nobody and mm. then the Packers have it in their in Bengals territory like very very deep they do the classic mark Tressman they run three plays get negative five yards they kicked it on third and 15 he missed it again <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> You're destined to fail if you miss it on third down. I almost get did a spit
1: down. take when I heard that.
0: <laughs> then, And then the Bengals get it back. Again, seven plays, 38 yards. word field goal range. Fourth and one at the Green Bay 32. And this is the one that had everybody howling. He kicked it from how far was it? Uh, doesn't matter. He do said from the 32,
1: goal. so 32 plus 11.
0: Just over the upright, it hit the flag. It hit the flag at the top of the upright. It well, a so he fight. like
1: he went just like straight vertical with it.
0: Yeah, but he thought he made it, and so did all the Bengals. It was it was. Oh the God. F- it was the Paul Allen call, except you can put it over the Bengals video. <laughs> well, I
1: actually, uh, actually, yeah! I, I did see that. Now that you mentioned that, someone made a video with exactly that: the Bengals miss kick over the top of the upright with the Paul Allen call over it. it He's was going, crazy.
0: yeah. All the teammates are celebrating. They go like, wait, oh my god, he missed it. He missed it wide left.
1: <laughs> so, wait, so he, so wait, if it. If it goes over the top of the goalpost, like over the top of the upright, that's a made field goal, I well, thought.
0: it looked like it went over the top. That's what he thought it did, but it oh. hit just left and it hit the flag waving in the wind and the flag was like tilted. Oh, left. okay.
1: Yeah, because I... You missed... Every time I, I think about... I have... The, I don't even remember what game it was. I think it was a Sunday night game, like years ago, and it was like a similar situation to the kick, and I just remember... <laughs> Uh, it was Al Michaels just saying, if the uprights went, you know, extended for infinity, it would be a made kick. And I'm just, I don't know why, but that has like a seed buried in my mind. I'm like, I will never forget that rule.
0: I think it's just like baseball with the poles. It extends to infinity. Yeah. And it was over.
1: <laughs> like if someone were to like potentially hit like some like 900 foot tall home runner or field goal or whatever it is, and they're like, hmm, well, let's, you know, I'm just like, picturing wow, makes- like, I'm just picturing, like, Joe West standing on, like, the third baseline and just doing, like, this kicker size him up with the arm straight up and down. Like, yeah, Yep, yeah, that's a home run. Circle the bases. <laughs> like.
0: That makes all the sense in the world. Yep. Well, then, we have just your classic easy touchdown or easy drive. Rogers needs to get into field goal range, which he did three times prior, and they just happened to make it this time, and that game was stupid. And then Devontae <laughs> Adams had the quote after the game that I also hated was – I don't remember the misses. I only remember the one he made. Like, cool, I remember the misses. They were annoying. (laughs) I'm sure you were annoyed, too. I'm done with this game.
1: Me, too. Let's
0: let's move on to our favorite two weeks of the year. Well, somebody's favorite two weeks of the year. I don't know why I still (laughs) like it. It's, It's probably just because I get to do this, and it makes it more fun to just pretend like Packers Week means something when it really doesn't. Uh, it is Bears Week. We're back at it. This game is put right where it should be at noon on Fox. Neither of these teams are anything worth watching. The rivalry hasn't really been much to watch in the longest time. So let's just stick it to noon for the first game until maybe they get some. Uh, I mean, like we're going to get our one Sunday night game. We already know that. Oh, yeah. We're going, planning yep. to go. Me and the fellas, we're planning to go to Lambo. But this one at Soldier Field week six, like both of these teams, it actually feels like a pretty good game, at least from my end. I don't know how you guys in Packerland feel, but it seems like it's not gonna be just some trotting of the Bears, even though they can still win. It just feels like the Packers aren't as good as maybe everyone hoped so far this year, and from our end, the Bears are gaining a little bit of steam, and this does feel Ooh. like uh, what they call a pivotal, game in the Bears season because I'm going to give you real quick their schedule coming up that seemed extremely daunting coming into the season but I think it looks a little better now especially if they can play the Packers tough if not even come out with a win at home so this initial stretch of at Raiders home Packers at Buccaneers home Niners at Steelers Home mm. with Ravens after the bye sounded pretty rough, but they beat the Raiders after just the the worst week the franchise has had in a long time. A wait, long what time.
1: franchise? The Raiders. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> if they can hang tough with the Packers, they can then go to Tampa Bay. Just you know, get their asses wiped. Bill,
1: sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. So wait, are you telling me that you uh you coached uh? or not coach, sorry, uh, that you, the Bears game was John Gruden's last game as a head coach?
0: Yes, it was. Oh, my. What a great day. What a great day for Bears Nation. And Khalil Mack had a day, too. Mm. Not only did they beat them and it was his last game ever, they beat the piss out of them on defense, at least. There's this video. I, can't, I couldn't even be able to find it. But I can't I mean, we have Game Pass. I forgot. Maybe I can find it for you. Yeah, just
1: we have Game Pass we literally never use.
0: I would like to start using it. I just need to find the login. It's
1: anyway, in the it's in it's in our group chat.
0: Um, one of the Bears D-linemen. He got a penalty for it and everybody was castrating him for it, but I was, all oh my goodness. I was all in with this guy. What he a verb. A yeah. He had the he had Josh Jacobs like all wrapped up in the backfield and then after the whistle blow, it's like two guys are still on him. He just yeets him to the side, <laughs> to the ground, and he gets the unnecessary roughness penalty from like, you know what? Yeah, show him who's fucking boss. Show him that he's a little boy. <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, Everybody was, God, oh, stupid penalty. That's two stupid penalties on Mario Edwards today. just You can't have that. I'm like, I don't know, man. They're setting a tone.
1: Yeah, that would definitely be my dad. Watching I that game, that. it would be like I mean, the throw...
0: There's all my beat reporters, too. I'm like, guys, come on. Like, yeah. he just he just tossed that man aside like a child.
1: Yeah, I would be like you. I'd be like, yeah, the, you know what? I, the penalty's fair, but also I like to move. And then it would be like my dad would be like, you just can't do that. That's such a dumb penalty.
0: <laughs> Another one, too, like a play later. They threw a slant into the end zone. It looks like he caught it. Roquan Smith gave him a quick shoulder to the upper chest. Maybe Ooh. head area. They got him for a penalty. But, again, I was like, you know what? Even though they got first and goal on the one. He said, don't you come down this middle again.
1: That's right. That's right. Send a message.
0: But anyway, so we go to that Niners game. And that also doesn't look very challenging. I mean, maybe Shanahan coaches circles around Nagy. That's very possible. But they just are missing so many people. Even a few weeks from now, it doesn't <laughs> seem like they'll have everybody. And Would you rather play Trey Lance or Jimmy G? Like, that injury doesn't matter, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, I know who I would rather play.
0: I'd probably rather play (laughs) JPG.
1: But That's because I have PTSD for quarterbacks who can run out of a pocket.
0: Oh, yes. And then the Steelers game, oh my god, they look atrocious. I think if the Bears defense is catching some steam a few weeks from now, I don't think Ben's going to be able to move.
1: No, no, Ben, that Steelers team is bad.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. But then they come out of the bye and they're going to lose to the Ravens at the given. I'm going to pivot back to talking about the Packers and the Bears because this is not a Bears podcast. It is a Packers <laughs> podcast. So let's get into Bill.
1: Yes. What
0: are you worried for? What are you afraid of in this game, if anything? Hmm. Know, this is a weekly segment. What are you afraid of that the other yes. team could do to your team, offensively or defensively?
1: Well, I'm definitely um, – sp- I'm definitely scared about the Bears defense, because, like you said, Doesn't it's look very, good. Again? It's it look good. Again? Yes, uh, Khalil Mack's very good. I know he's injured this week. We will get into that later. Um, and the uh, Packers. I almost said the Brewers. I don't know where my brain's at today. Um, there have some. They've had some O line injuries the past couple weeks. Um, and I know Elton Jenkins is like, he, like you said, he's just going to be a game time decision.
0: Like nine, they even gave a time. Like they'll announce his status 90 minutes prior to game time. Yeah. That's like
1: cool. he's, he's just going to like come out at like, like the quarter's going to start and he's just going to run out there and be like, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. Um, so yeah. if he can play, that would be big. Uh, cause he would presumably go to left tackle. Um, and you know, that's a pretty big, uh, spot on the line Um, I mean offensively we're pretty good I mean we've got uh, we've got the bear killer Randall Cobb back on the team Um, so that helps offensively Uh, I saw some stat and he's like I think he's third all time in in franchise history for touchdowns against uh, the Bears he's got like nine
0: how oh, is he only third? Is Devontae Adams second? No. First? Jordy's probably
1: first. No, no, actually, I don't remember. I don't remember who's number two, because I just didn't recognize the name, so I don't remember it. But number one is Don Hudson with like 12 touchdowns or something like that.
0: Oh my God, what was that, like the 80s?
1: Don Hudson?
0: Yeah, I don't know him.
1: Oh, uh, that was like the 30s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah, no, Don Hudson, like, basically, uh, when he, he basically uh, was what modern, re- he was like the, the the start of modern receiving. Um, he owns a ton of offensive records. He's uh, Sid
0: Luckman of receivers.
1: Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Go look him if you don't know. Look him up when you got a minute. Um, when oh yeah, he re-
0: we got Game Pass, we can go watch all Don Hudson
1: films. Yeah, I, I don't know if they've gone back that far, but it would be cool. Um, when he retired, he o- he owned like twenty different NFL records or something like that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, so yeah, so D- Bears defense is scared of, but we've got the 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 Bear Killer Cobb. Offense is pretty good. Um, they started off. Bad week one, and they've kind of been finding their groove.
0: That really feels like a drop your lowest test score game, especially with one <laughs> extra game in this season. Like, let's just, bad quiz. We weren't prepared, but, eh,
1: Yeah, definitely, game. yeah. Um, I'm
0: dropping the Browns game if you didn't, if you couldn't guess.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think we, th- you know what, it's a breakfast ball, right? We each get one. Uh <laughs> And then, what else? Um, oh, I guess I should talk about the Bears offense. Um, well,
0: I can tell you something that you shouldn't be afraid of. Okay, really let me, quick when let me know. Defense. Um, anything you have worried about the front seven, which is all warranted um, fears, that secondary is not good. Okay. If anything you don't need to worry about is that when that ball is in the air, if it gets off clean, like it's probably going to be completed. That's okay. Unless he might not be covered, it's just not going to get picked off.
1: Sure, Rodgers okay.
0: rarely gets picked off, but they're just not very good. I think they're finding... Their groove kind of now, they just have Jalen Johnson's pretty good. I think he's going to do the thing where he shadows again. I think he's going to shadow Devontae. Not sure how well that's going to work, but <laughs> I just I just like that strategy better than stay to one side. It's like, you know what, we're just going to keep our best guy and your best guy. He might not win, but we're going to do it. And then the other guys are just a bunch of no-names. Well, not no-names, but like Eddie Jackson's been bad for about two years. I'm mm. firmly on that train. Just been bad for
1: two Tough four years scene. now. Tough
0: seeing. Uh, Tashawn Gibson's sound veteran, but he's old and he can still get beat because he's you know, lost a step. Uh-huh. And then the other two guys are Kendall Vildor. Look out for that. Ooh. And Duke Shelley. Those are the other two corners that will primarily be playing. Oh. And they're just they're just no names. They've been trying to find roster spots. They're they're doing okay. They just have not played Aaron Rodgers yet. So their next two weeks are Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. We'll see how they hold up.
1: When you said those names, I got flashbacks to 2016 when the Packers secondary consisted of Ladarius Gunter, who was given who was given the insurmountable task of covering Julio Jones in the NFC Championship game.
0: Oh my god, I remember that. Ladarius Gunter almost sounds like a coordinator's
1: name. Yeah, and uh, I believe also playing with him was um, Raven Green.
0: Oh my god, does his name have a Y in there somewhere? It just feels like.
1: It no, it's a it's a Green with an E at the end.
0: Oh, so it's not like R A B Y N.
1: Uh, no, it's R A. Oh. It's it's Raven, like the bird. Like the bird. Okay. Yes, exactly uh, the same. All right. Well, what well, you
0: we're gonna say before I cut you off. No, that's fine. Tie in your what are you afraid of to my. Is this game gonna be more of the same, or does just Justin Fields give you just a little bit of? I don't know what's gonna happen. Who knows how good this kid might be.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm uh, I, I know I said it on a previous podcast that I I'm I'm not even gonna remember how I said it myself, but it was basically that with Justin Fields playing, I'm not afraid of Justin just if if sorry if the Packers lose because of it won't be because of Matt Nagy, it'll be because of you know what, never mind. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We can just cut this out and post. Um, <laughs> like I said, the brain not working today.
0: Let's just go with a yes or no question. Okay. Are you worried that Justin Field will be good tomorrow or not?
1: Um Yes. Okay. Yes, I Here am. We go. But it will be because it.
0: of Matt Nagy, something like that. Okay.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah. That, of- that's I guess Speaking to of Coach Matt. I, I got guess
0: into that. What? Sorry, I'm
1: sorry. No, it's. I was just going to to put this all in a bow. The one thing I am definitely not scared of is Coach Matt Nagy.
0: Coach Matt, let's get into that. <laughs> so since McFleur took over against the NFC North, he is, I think, 13 and one, something dumb like that. Really? Been updated. Like he doesn't matter how many. It's a teen number, and he's lost once, and that once. What do you think that once was? I actually don't know. It was it the Vikings ever?
1: It was the Vikings. I'm pretty sure. I think it was the first Vikings game.
0: Interesting. And then uh, Coach Nagy is one in five against the pack, and well, that one win was against uh, Joe Philbin,
1: <laughs> father Joe <laughs> Philbin.
0: So there was the 2018 game in which we were both we were all three of us were at. It was awful. Should have won that one. Should be at least two and four. He won the one that didn't matter and now he's 1-5, and it's it's embarrassing. It's getting embarrassing. But I really do like this Justin Fields thing. He he doesn't look particularly great numbers-wise. He still has some rookie mistakes, you know, false starts, uh, delay a game, Uh, people maybe not lined up, um, misses a throw or two. But what he does do that I think – the Packers people will notice in that game, even if they lose, is that they're not going to be able to rattle this guy. It's not going to be Mitch that you're. De- you're it's a 10-3 game, and you're like, oh, we got him right from the bottom. We're pressuring him a little bit. He's not going to score a touchdown. Like there's just there's no fear. You know he's not going to score on you. This one, this guy does not get shaken. He is very poised, very stoic. He's kind of like Kawhi. He's kind of lame, but I like.
1: Whoa, that. Kawhi comp.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't ever compare somebody to Kawhi. It's just the first thing that I thought of. He's just, like, he's at the Sky game last night. He's taken in Chicago. By the way, the Chicago Sky trounced Diana Toronto. I saw that. Phoenix Mercury last night by, like, 36. Woo! Up 2-1 in the WNBA Finals. No big deal. One Chicago team is good. But that's what I'm thinking, is that I just think you're going to watch this game, and it could be... 13-7 13-7 like Packers, maybe like 17-7, seven, and you're like, yeah, this guy keeps kind of coming back. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, he's a little scary, which I really like. I really like having a quarterback that might actually put the fear of God to some people
1: and others. <laughs> <laughs> it's, let me tell you, Jeremy, it's a nice feeling.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know.
1: I know, that's what I'm, I'm telling you.
0: The best version I ever had was uh, whenever Jay Cutler was on a roll for a few weeks, I'm like, you know what? I don't care who we're playing. We had a chance. They might not be afraid of, but we got a chance. Um, So let's get into the injury report because this will tell you another question you have from me and what I am looking for. So I want you to get into the injury report and I will give my thoughts on my team. You give your thoughts on your team.
1: Okay. So uh, just so for the Packers, uh, Elton Jenkins, Questionable, like we said, he's a game time decision. Um Dennis Kelly is doubtful. Uh genuinely don't know who that is. He's a tackle, apparently. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh I went sorry, I went oh yeah. Nope, I'm I'm right. Uh, Kevin King is out. Um as we talked about, I think in a different podcast, Jair's on IR, so we've got our top two corners. Well not top two. Two of our top three corners two over three out Uh, Malik Taylor is I believe he got COVID so he will be out Um, so that's ours and then there's a lot on the Bears. so I'm gonna just try to go real quick Jeremy I would
0: just go to I have it right here oh you got it okay who weren't who like were limited even just a little bit so we've got you got a lot of questionable
1: but only two out as far as I can see I don't know if it's the same for you
0: Yep, for, yep, same thing I have here. Um, okay. Jimmy Graham, just, he's playing. He just gets resting days, so he's always on the injury report. <laughs> he practiced in full. Akeem Hicks did not practice, did not practice limited, so he is questionable. I don't think he's going to play. I'll get that out now. Uh, the other two guys that were in question are Khalil Mack with, I believe, a foot sprain. He's also, I think, got like a chest thing going on, but mm. he didn't practice all last week and he still played. I was actually kind of surprised when they said, "Yep, Khalil Mack will play. But then I realized I wasn't surprised. He just kind of <laughs> doesn't say anything, doesn't practice, gets some treatment. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, So I think he's going to play. Allen Robinson popped up with an ankle, so did not practice, did not practice. Limited, he's questionable. I imagine he plays. I don't think he sits out. The rest, I mean, you got Darnell Mooney, limited, limited, full, no designation. Uh, Duke Shelley, full, full, full. Why are they even on the injury report if they practice in full? I guess they got to disclose everything. But well, they probably really still know. the injury,
1: but it's enough for them to play with it.
0: Yeah, everybody else is ready to go other than new, new trade acquisition, Jakeem Grant, fast Jakeem, uh, limited, limited questionable. Looks like he's got a little bit of a groin thing, but you know what, out of your kick returner you probably don't want a kick returner with a groin issue. Mm. Um, but the one that did pop up that I have to bring up that isn't on here because it came up later in the week, it happened on Friday, I believe, late Friday. Damian Williams, playoff Damian, went on the reserve COVID list. Looks like he had a positive test. I still don't know if he's designated as out, which is crazy. I mean, maybe they give, like, just a couple days thing for vaxxed folks. But that would mean that David Montgomery, again, not on the injury report because he's on IR. Damian Williams out. That means that third-string rookie... Khalil Herbert is going to start, and that, Bill, to your question on the rundown, is what I am looking for from the Bears this week. They have decided, with Bill Lazor calling plays, that they're actually going to protect their rookie quarterback, and you know what, they're going to run the damn ball. You know what's really uh, shocking to me is that a Bears team won a game last week by playing really sound, stout defense, and uh, controlling the running game. I've never seen that before. What?
1: Pretty
0: pretty impressive.
1: Crazy. Um, I just (laughs) found something that I'm now afraid of. It's a third-string rookie running back, because rookie running backs carve up the Packers.
0: They run hard. Rookie running backs run harder than any running back in the league because they are fresh and they haven't been in the NFL before. And they know they've got about
1: three seconds to get... A contract before they all are broken and dead
0: I am looking for 100 yards on the ground and a score from Khalil Herbert this week whoa he is gonna have a day and it's not just gonna be these shotgun runs they are gonna go under center they're gonna get two tight ends in there they're gonna run the ball Ooh.
1: it's my form
0: Oh, maybe not I-form, but okay. I love the I-formation. But no, probably more single-back, maybe some strong and weak <laughs> offset. Oh, wait, we don't do that because we don't have a fallback because they're stupid.
1: Man, how do you not wa- How do you not watch Big Ten football if you love- like the I-formation?
0: Oh, I don't know. I just I, I got <laughs> stuff to do on Saturdays. <laughs> I got to get ready for Sundays. That's fine. Okay, um... Getting into, I like this question. I'm glad you put it on there. This is kind of towards the end of our, our rundown here. We're going to talk about a few more things, but this one, the uniform, Bill. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm so glad you brought this up because while I do like the uniforms that the Chicago Bears have decided to wear this week, I just think it's a misguided effort in the wrong week out of the two weeks, the whole season, that they're going to wear them they've decided to wear the 30s I think the 30s throwbacks mm-hmm. the ones that they wore last year with the blue pants the whites and then like the winged helmets
1: yeah and it's got the shoulder stripes or whatever yeah, it's
0: got the shoulder stripes they have decided to wear these during a noon game just like on Fox not even primetime not even 3 in the afternoon a noon game against the packers at home you're just inviting Packers to wear green in your house and I just think that's a bold bold dumb strategy
1: okay so I hear that but also you are a leading proponent of hashtag wear white at home so I
0: am but I I do like to think that stays in the realm of basketball okay if they win this week I think they should just wear white at home all the time. Whoa. This be a huge week.
1: This could Whoa. be a huge
0: week for wear white at home.
1: Wow. At Tyler Nelson. At Tyler Nelson is right. I know he's listening. Faithful listener, Tyler Nelson always.
0: The only other game they've decided to wear these is the one that I think is a great time to wear them. It's Monday night in Ooh. Soldier Field against the Vikings. Oh yeah. That's yeah a win, Yeah.
1: That's 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 a, that's, a field, that's a smart choice. That's a smart choice. That's a smart choice.
0: If they have home field over anybody in the entire league, it's the Vikings at Soldier Field. You can ask any fan of the Vikings, any friend of mine. He's just, he's like, I understand. Like, I hate Soldier Field because it is like the one place. Like the, the Vikings can win in Lambeau Field. For some reason, they can win there. It's not this crazy kryptonite like everybody else, but when they go to Soldier Field, it is like Death Valley. <laughs> they so it's like. win there. It's
1: like when the Packers go to US Bank.
0: Yeah, like somebody's gonna get hurt. It's gonna be just, like the weirdest game ever. I feel like when they play in Lambo, it's just a bunch of field goals. But games at US Bank are weird.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a weird stadium.
0: It is a weird stadium. It looks like a pirate
1: ship. It looks like a well, okay. I would have said a I would have said a UFO, but that's just me.
0: A UFO? Interesting. Yeah. So before we finish up here, I did want to bring back one of our past segments that we've decided to get rid of to clean up the show a little bit. We want to game preview because I think it's worked and I think it could maybe work for your team as well. Okay. Um, I did it without doing it, you know, on air and officially, but a couple weeks ago, I think it was the same game, but a couple weeks ago it was the Bengals game actually, so it was week two. I think I 100% buried, fired, pushed aside Robert Quinn and Eddie Jackson. So we're bringing back. Oh, yeah. I believe it was bury them or like we're, we're going to bury I don't, them.
1: I, don't, w- I don't even know if we ever had a title. We just. We
0: just yeah, we're just going to bury somebody in the hopes that it's like pet cemetery and they rise from the dead and <laughs> they're even greater for it. Robert Quinn, Eddie Jackson, just unbelievably. His poor efforts in the Bengals game. He, Eddie Jackson looks like he's completely lost, although I am going to use my buried on um, just Robert Quinn because, my God, did it work? He has been so good. I do think it's because he is not dealing with some nagging ankle injury like he was all of last year, so he looks a lot faster, a lot more energetic, and I think this defensive coordinator has got a lot to do with that too. He's actually doing some different stuff up front. It's not just like let's rush four because we have Khalil Mack and see if he gets home and but the secondary get picked apart. Let's go, <laughs> Chuck Pagano. It turns out he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Are you G- wait? Are you
1: bearing Chuck Pagano there? as well here?
0: Well, no, because he's not on the team.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Speaking of defensive coordinators, oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. Breaking (laughs) news that we forgot. Not even breaking news. You know who's on the Bears staff for this week? Or has been on the staff, technically? Mark Tressman. Mike Pettin. Oh,
1: that's right. I forgot about about Heavy Pettin.
0: Mike Pettin has been on the staff as a... uh, uh, associate or something like that. Oh, no, they're oh, so
1: he's here for Bears Week. Then they need that. They oh. need that insider info. Oh
0: yeah, we have a mole.
1: But we got he's to. There. You forget we got Joe Barry now. Who I have forgotten about Joe Barry? Uh, you know, Week One was uh not a good introduction to Packer fans, um, because there was a lot of uncertainty about if he could be a good defensive coordinator. And then the Saints hung 30... Jameis Winston hung 37 points on us with a high school football stat line. So not a good introduction, but I will say he has improved since then. Um, I won't get into the uh, specifics of it because I genuinely don't know how he's gotten better because I don't understand what I'm watching on my television. But I
0: haven't eaten the meat and potatoes yet.
1: But the people, the people on Twitter who know more than I do, the people who we... That Mike may or may not angrily tweet at and then they tweet us we don't need to get into that Um, they say he's doing better so I believe him
0: I've seen the film guys online as well they believe that (laughs) they're doing some crazy some stuff Um, for the Bears I mean other smarter people are telling me they're doing creative stuff
1: right so now I was thinking about because I was about who to bury and I was like oh Easy, Kevin King, and I was like, "Oh no, he's not playing. He's hurt. He's hurt, he's hurt. again. No. Once again, hurt with a different injury than what he left when he got hurt Sunday, and then was also during the week got a different injury that is keeping him yeah, out of the game. We were
0: on this before everybody. It's, it's not the classic he's bad, that he's always classic
1: hurt. Kevin King. It's the Kevin King injury report roulette wheel. You just spin it, and you just see what's happening. What um, hurts today? So, uh." Which rem- so, I, I have figured out a, another name. Uh, I'm going to bury Ty Summers. One of the worst inside linebackers I've ever seen. Absolute Ooh. garbage. So bad. But
0: so you know one of their names
1: now. I do. But not for a good reason. But you know whose name I do know is the new Packers acquisition, uh, Jalen Smith.
0: Number nine, Jalen Smith?
1: Number nine, Jalen Smith. That's right. Who? Maybe we'll play this week. We don't know.
0: Um, interesting. Not afraid of him, but that's interesting.
1: Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he didn't he did <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, he yeah. did not play last week. Uh, I believe he was. It was a little too soon for him, but mm-hmm. he's been involved in practice. Um, uh, MLF did not give a certainty. Uh, he's a little coy about things like this. He's kind of like Mike Boonholzer where he like will really just won't tell you things like injury reports and like starters and all that he's just, coy, you know, yeah very right very close to the vest about that you know he doesn't want to he doesn't want to tip his hand more than he needs to um so <laughs> right, i
0: For game time elton jenkins
1: yeah that's right it'll be like the, like the packers are about to kick off and then you see elton jenkins come out of the tunnel um but yeah so Jan- we, we might see jalen smith in there you might not uh well, he'll but he'll be wearing number nine wearing number nine
0: all right, let's wrap this up. I need score predictions. I will go first because we will always finish out with a Packers positive score prediction, which I assume you will have. I think this one is going to be a little lower scoring. Oh, Bears are going to get the running game going. You know, we got to control the ball, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. That's just, you know, that's how it's done. That's the, the blueprint, you know? We we have blueprints for this guy. In case you didn't know, we're just going to go into the file and pick out which one works best for for our team
1: and how are those blueprints blueprints been working for you guys
0: well we haven't found the right one but they're there they're, <laughs> they're out there.
1: there we just you know we, you gotta dig through the stack
0: we haven't found them yet we haven't found a rogers uh dash 2009 we haven't found that oh one yet.
1: jesus <laughs>
0: <laughs> um like I said, Khalil Herbert, 100 yards and a score. I think that's going to happen. I think Justin Fields finally gets a couple touchdown throws, so maybe two. So that puts us at three, maybe a couple field goals. Don't want to mention his name too much, but Carlos Santos. Actually, it's Cairo. It's a little joke for myself. Carlos Santos might be one of the best kickers in the league right now, but I'm not going to say that out loud. I'm just going to say quietly.
1: Good thing you didn't. Um, 27
0: to 23. Bears. It's going to be 23-20, Whoa. and Justin Fields is going to show the world that he's not afraid of the Green Bay Packers.
1: Wow! So you're talking like a like a like a game-winning drive, or is it a drive late? Maybe or
0: like go ahead with like four to five laps, and the defense steps up.
1: Okay. All right. I'm here for Victory it.
0: Victory formation at
1: the end. Oh, I love it. Um, I'm also predicting something low-scoring, something close. uh The first, I'm just going to go with my gut. The first, the first score that popped in my head was a nice, easy 21-14 Packers.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it, just touchdowns.
1: Just touchdowns. We're not messing around with field goals, missed extra points, none of that. It's scores and scores only.
0: My backup prediction for just a dog shit game is going to be 10 to three, because apparently they like (laughs) to play 10 to three games. They just love it. They love to not score and play 10 to three ball games.
1: Oh man, I don't know if I could handle another 10 to three, but.
0: Well, thank you for listening to the Packers Game podcast. I'm not going to use Mike's moniker because I don't think anybody is thanking us for this past weekend.
1: Not after yesterday.
0: So thank you for listening. Those of you that do, we'll let Mike do his thing when he is off of administrative leave. And <laughs> we will see you next week.
1: Go Pack, go.